0: Hello guys, so today I'm going to be talking about a killing that had happened on Halloween. Ronald O'Brien has been called the man who killed Halloween and the candy man. Ronald O'Brien poisoned candy with cyanide in 1974. On Halloween in 1974, an eight-year-old Timothy O'Brien returned to his Houston home from a long night of trick-or-treating. His father Ronald gave him his last piece of candy, Pixie Stick which Timothy ate instantly. Within moments, the boy was vomiting, and he died on the way to the hospital. After changing his story, multiple times police learned that Ronald was responsible for his son's death as he had poisoned the candy with cyanide. Turns out Ronald was in debt and had taken out his life insurance policy on his children. A year later, he was found guilty of murder, and he was given a death penalty by lethal induction. The murder left its marks, though. Parents today still check their candy to see if it's been tampered with. Now, the next one I'm going to be talking about is two friends, Leslie, Mazzara, and Adrian, were stabbed late night one Halloween night. Leslie, Adrian, and their friend Lauren were busy handing out candy to trick-or-treaters at their Napa home in California home in Halloween night, 2004. At around 11 p.m., the three women went to bed, not knowing that there would be one more visitor that night. Menza awoke into a scream from the upstairs bedroom, ran out of the house, and drove away, leaving her two friends behind. Menza, both 26, were stabbed to death in their upstairs. Eric Matthew... A friend of one of the victims eventually turned himself in and confessed to the murders, though he never told anyone his motive, in Napa Valley. The Toolbox Killers murdered for the last time on Halloween night in 1979. Lawrence Bittaker and his accomplice committed their last murders on Halloween in 1979, Shirley Ledford was hitchhiking home from a Halloween party when two men picked her up in a dingy van. Little did she know that the two men were known as the Toolbox Killers. Lawrence Bittaker and Ron Norris were famous for picking up female hitchhikers and then torturing them with tools, typically found in a toolbox, according to New York Daily News then often took pictures of their victims during the slayings. After torturing Ledford, they dropped her body off on a stranger's lawn. Ledford became the pair's fifth and final victim after a friend turned them in. Bittaker was sentenced to death, but died in 2019 of natural causes. NBC reports Norris, who cooperated in the investigation, was given 45 years to life. Martha Moxley died after attending a Halloween party. Martha Moxley was found dead in the backyard at her home in Connecticut. The night before Halloween, in 1975, a 15-year-old Martha Moxley left her Connecticut home to attend costume parties on Halloween mornings. She was found dead in the backyard, beaten to death by a golf club. 25 years later, Michael, who was also 15 at the time of slaying, was convicted of the murder and sentenced to 20 years to life in prison. He maintained his innocence and on May 4th, 2018, the Connecticut Supreme Court vacated his conviction in 2020. CNN reported that the case was reopened to the public Japanese exchange student in 1992 never made it to his Halloween party. Rodney thought the student was trespassing. When a Japanese exchange student went on Halloween night in 1992, he was heading to a Halloween party in New Orleans. Unfamiliar with the neighborhood, he struggled to find the address of the event. When he eventually thought he found the house, he knocked. At the door and when he got no answer he walked towards the back door towards his car suddenly the door open of the house and opened and the exchange student said we are here for the party but the man who was in the doorway shot the exchange student with a revolver it turns out he was at the wrong address when police questioned the home over Ronnie pictured he claimed that he had been scared that he thought the student was trespassing on his property with a criminal intent, according to Japan Today. The man who opened the door was charged with manslaughter, but invoked the castle doctrine in which Americans claim they have the right to appeal lethal means to protect their homes and was found not guilty by the jury. Sometimes I feel like he's still in America father told Japan today in 2012, someday he'll come back home, I say to myself. Hello guys, so today I'm going to be talking about a killing that had happened on Halloween. Ronald O'Brien has been called the man who killed Halloween and the candy man. Ronald O'Brien poisoned candy with cyanide in 1974. On Halloween in 1974, an eight-year-old Timothy O'Brien returned to his Houston home from a long night of trick-or-treating. His father, Ronald, gave him his last piece of candy, Pixie Stick, which Timothy ate instantly. Within moments, the boy was vomiting, and he died on the way to the hospital. After changing his story, multiple times police learned that Ronald was responsible for his son's death as he had poisoned the candy with cyanide. Turns out Ronald was in debt and had taken out his life insurance policy on his children. A year later, he was found guilty of murder, and he was given a death penalty by lethal induction. The murder left its marks, though. Parents today still check their candy to see if it's been tampered with. Now, the next one I'm going to be talking about is two friends, Leslie, Mazzara, and Adrian, were stabbed late night one Halloween night. Leslie, Adrian, and their friend Lauren were busy handing out candy to trick-or-treaters at their Napa home in California home in Halloween night 2004. At around 11 p.m., the three women went to bed not knowing that there would be one more visitor that night menza awoke into a scream from the upstairs bedroom ran out of the house and drove away leaving her two friends behind menza both 26 were stabbed to death in their upstairs eric matthew a friend of one of the victims eventually turned himself in and confessed to the murders though he never told anyone his motive in napa valley The Toolbox Killers murdered for the last time on Halloween night in 1979. Lawrence Bittaker and his accomplice committed their last murders on Halloween. In 1979, Shirley Ledford was hitchhiking home from a Halloween party when two men picked her up in a dingy van. Little did she know that the two men were known as the Toolbox Killers. Lawrence Bittaker and Ron Norris were famous for picking up females' hitchhikers and then torturing them with tools, typically found in a toolbox, according to New York Daily News, then often took pictures of their victims during the slayings. After torturing Ledford, they dropped her body off on a stranger's lawn. Ledford became the pair's fifth and final victim after a friend turned them in. Bittaker was sentenced to death, but died in 2019 of natural causes. NBC reports Norris who cooperated in the investigation was given 45 years to life. Martha Moxley died after attending a Halloween party. Martha Moxley was found dead in the backyard at her home in Connecticut. The night before Halloween, In 1975, a 15-year-old Martha Moxley left her Connecticut home to attend costume parties on Halloween mornings. She was found dead in the backyard, beaten to death by a golf club. 25 years later, Michael, who was also 15 at the time of slaying, was convicted of the murder and sentenced to 20 years to life in prison. He maintained his innocence and on May 4th, 2018, the Connecticut Supreme Court vacated his conviction in 2020. CNN reported that the case was reopened to the public. Japanese exchange student in 1992 never made it to his Halloween party. Rodney thought the student was trespassing. When a Japanese exchange student went on Halloween night in 1992, he was heading to a Halloween party in New Orleans, unfamiliar with the neighborhood. He struggled to find the address of the event when he eventually thought he found the house. He knocked at the door and when he got no answer, he walked towards the back door towards his car, suddenly the door opened of the house and opened and the exchange student said, we are here for the party. But the man who was in the doorway, shot the exchange student with a revolver. It turns out he was at the wrong address when police questioned the home over Rodney Pitchard. He claimed that he had been scared that he thought the student was trespassing on his property with a criminal intent. According to Japan Today, the man who opened the door was charged with manslaughter, but invoked the castle doctrine in which Americans claim they have the right to appeal lethal means to protect their homes and was found not guilty by the jury. Sometimes I feel like he's still in America. Father told Japan Today in 2012, someday he'll come back home, I say to myself.